Hello. Hello. Salam and good evening to you, worthy friend. Please, please, come closer. Uh, too close, a little too close. Hello, good evening and welcome to another edition of the Disney Rip Radio Show. We are live, we are live on YouTube again because all of you lovely people all wanted to hear us on YouTube and be able to join with the chat and all those sort of stuff. So uh, that's exactly what we've done again this evening, which is awesome. Hello to Acorn Ultra Antiques, who's just said hello. It's nice to see you. Thank you for joining us. And uh, with me, as always, is the motley crew of uh, John. Good evening, John. Good evening. How are you? So I can hear us as well. Who's got our sound going on on their laptop? Somebody somewhere. Anyway, John, good evening. Good evening. How are you? Um, I'm tired. I've had a busy weekend in work. Have you? We've had no snow. No, uh, you did say that there's been absolutely no snow whatsoever where you are, which is a bit No, literally nothing. So everything has been business as normal in Manchester. And Susan, good evening. Good evening. I'll hold my hands up. That was me. <laughs> oh, Susan. Oh, Susan. <laughs> Susan. How are you anyway? Have you had a good week? Yeah, I've had a good week. We've had loads of snow. I think it started in Essex. So we kind what, of. The snow originated in Essex. What, it like arrived in Essex and. It, it, yeah, it arrived from Essex and then made its way to you guys, oh, except it John. It wasn't made in Essex. Made in Essex. Yeah, like you said, it originated in Essex. Like, like you the made snow. it. Yeah. So, <laughs> no. Okay. Fan off. Uh, good evening, Katie. <laughs> Hello. You are here. How are you? I am here. I am good. Rested. I've had lots of days off You've work. Had so many of days off. You've had like real issues. Like my icicle outside my window is so big. How on earth am I going to survive <laughs> if it falls off and oh, falls through the conservatory Honestly, roof? the struggle has been real, honestly. It's been so bad here. I Literally, I had Monday off work anyway, because I had a day off. I went to work on Tuesday, and I haven't been able to go back since. Today is the first time I've left my house since Tuesday. So you've been, like, you're not going, like, stir crazy? No, I've actually really enjoyed it. It was nice to have a few kind of bonus days off work. Fair enough. Um, just caught up on a bit of TV. Yeah, it's been it's been good. I've liked this week. So you've not like, uh, you, you know, we're the first people you've spoken to from the outside world. Is that kind of how this works? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Fair enough. And that icicle, uh, by the way, we managed to get it down. It was enormous. Oh, and it I was right see. over our conservatory roof. And I did chuckle at the, the way that you were attempting to to get this thing down. It did sort of make me laugh at what was happening. <laughs> Don't knock it. It worked. A hairdryer on a stick right. worked wonders. So this evening we are talking uh, solo trips. We actually had an email from uh, a listener, a message from a listener who uh, asked the following question. 
And we thought, you know what, this is actually a great topic for a show. We said, hi, Disney Brit team. I uh, wondered if you can help. My other half is going away with work during October uh, for 10 days. And I was thinking about taking a solo trip to Walt Disney World. However, I am very nervous about going on my own. Don't get me wrong. I love traveling on my own. But I'm worried I won't have anyone there to share excitement, memories, etc. Do you have any advice for a solo Disney traveler and what kind of things I could do? Perhaps away from the roller coasters. Also, any advice on hotels, dining plans for someone on their own? would be much appreciated many thanks and that's jen and then she put p.s i love your podcast and listen religiously lots of smiley faces um so what we have done before we start talking about this is if you head over to our facebook page or you head over to uh, twitter we've put some polls up on there asking you if you had the chance would you take a trip out to uh, walt disney world uh, on your own and uh, we've had quite a few people so far who have commented if you go over to uh, Facebook at the minute 93% say yes 7% say no so uh, it's quite high uh, chances there people were uh, definitely going on their own and if you head over to Twitter uh, it's 89% yes and 11% no and on top of that we've had a couple of comments from some people uh, including um, someone saying that they'd only go it was a dedicated DLP of Steve over there who said when Eurostar goes there yes he will but until that happens he's not going to uh, Kelly said she's been to Disneyland um, Callie not Paris solo and uh, uh, Erica says she has done so many times in her early 20s so there's loads like of people Kelly. Going who's, who's done lots of stuff so that's <laughs> awesome you like Kelly Kelly's been to Disneyland. I like. <laughs> Kelly's your favourite. Um, so yeah, loads of people who said they have been or they would go, etc. So um, first off, I think we need to find out who here has done a solo trip to a Disney park. I've I've done. I've just raised my hand, which is the most that, absurd. Thing well ever. done. Yes, the perfect <laughs> thing to do on radio. Oh, technically, say, I have. Gone. You technically have gone. Explain. Well, because when I went for fan days, I went on my own. Right, okay. So technically it was a solo trip. So technically, do you mean fan days? Yeah. yeah oh, okay, sorry, yeah, when you went for the, for the fan days launch. Yes. Okay, so, it, yeah, okay, I will sort of give you that one, I suppose. You can travel on your own, but then if you meet up with someone there, does it count? There's the question, because I did meet up with people. Okay, so... I don't but did know. you stay on your own? Did you did you have a hotel yourself? Yeah, you've seen my wonderful hotel. Of course. Then I think that counts if you stay like by yourself. Yeah, I, I yeah okay, we'll give you that. It kind of counts. <laughs> and I spent the whole day when I went for the twenty fifth anniversary launch. I was on my own all day until Katie got there. Okay. Until <laughs> <laughs> Katie showed up. Until Katie decide to show her face. I got there as quick as I could. Come on. I know you did. Um, but I had a I had a grand old day on my own. I I have done solo trips. I've genuinely been out on my own uh, and had a fantastic time all by myself, um, which we'll come on to as we go through. I think Gareth's joined us. Are you there, Gareth? Evening, guys. There he yeah, is. Gareth managed to destroy his computer and everything that's going on, but he's now finally made it. Um, we were just talking about whether you've been on a solo trip. I've done, I reckon, probably four or five solo trips in my time. Uh, all pa- Which parks? Uh, Paris. I've not been out to Disney World on my own. 
Not saying I wouldn't, because I clearly would. But uh, Susan, have you done any solos? No, I haven't, unfortunately. No. I mean, I've, I've travelled on my own like, in terms of the plane on my own and obviously yeah, the then... journey, but then met up with people there and stayed with people. Uh, what about KTU? I haven't done any solo, like, full trips. I have spent time in the parks on my own, okay. though. Um, so solo both touring, in Paris really. and in Disney World. Gareth, have you done any solos? Uh, I managed to go on Tower of Terror on my own. Does that count? No. Uh, <laughs> Acorn Ultra <laughs> Antiques has said, would no. love to. Uh, do and see what I want with no nagging, plenty of people to interact with. So, from my experience of having been on a solo trip on my own, one of the things that uh, that Jen alludes to in her comments is that uh, she's worried that she won't have anyone to share the excitement with or memories. What I have found is whenever I've been on a solo trip, there is always people to talk to. There's always different Disney fans there who are quite willing to discuss things with you and talk to you about what's going on and all that sort of stuff. So that's not an issue. Um, I've also found, as uh, as Acorn, Acorn Ultra has just mentioned in the chat, that uh, you don't you can do what you want when you want. You don't have anyone nagging you, anything like that. I have spent so many hours just wandering the park. The sort of thing that if you went with your family, they just wouldn't have a clue. So I've, I've been and I've... Um, spent like an hour on main street just looking at the windows or at night time i've gone into the park and i've just wandered around the park at night because it looks so completely different uh, and those sort of things that i've had the opportunity to do are fantastic it also does mean as well and i found this that you don't have to worry about whether or not you're going to be with your mate on the single rider queue you can just go and join the single rider queue because it is just you uh, and that's absolutely fine um so let's sort of go back to what jen was asking about with regards to traveling on your own and those sort of things. So, um, do you have any advice for solo Disney traveller and what kind of things I could do? So, what have we got? Any ideas uh, from people about sort of solo travelling to start off with? I quite like travelling on my own. Yes. Um, when I go and visit my family, my family live quite far yeah. away, around the country or in Spain. Um, and I actually really like travelling on my own to visit them. Um, it's a really good opportunity to catch up if you've got Netflix to download all your Netflix things that you need to catch up with for the long distance. Yeah. But also, when you're sat on the plane anyway, and you're sitting there watching your in-screen in entertainment, yeah. you're kind of in a world of your own anyway. This is very true. Mm. So from a travelling point of view, I think travelling solo, would you wouldn't even, I think you wouldn't notice. No. I, I agree with that. I think yeah, travelling anyone's not a big problem. No, obviously you're going to a different country by yourself. But to be honest, if you're grown up and you can deal with that, it's really not an issue at all. Um, I would say one of the other advantages you have, which you might not have thought about, is by travelling by yourself, there's every chance a solo traveller could get upgraded. Or yes. if you go to the checkout and say, look, I'm on my own, you know, I just need a single seat. <laughs> I need a single seat. What's the, what's it going to cost me to upgrade or is there any availability for upgrades? They're, if they've got a single seat, you don't get a massive amount of single travellers. So there's every opportunity that you might just get uh, some sort of single seat or something going on, which would be cool. So I don't know. That's just a thought that I had with regards to travelling. Uh, would you travel... Sanford, or would you still do Orlando International? I'd be tempted to do Sanford if I didn't live near Manchester or London. Okay. Just because the, the fly out from East Midlands, which is literally 20 minutes from my house. Yeah. Um, so the worst bit is coming home, I find, after the whole day. 
Try and back when you've done like eight hours on a plane. The last thing I want to do is drive. Yeah, it's a long old way once you get back. Sanford wise, then you have to get your own transport uh, from where you are because obviously they don't have the shuttle buses and stuff like that. But you can pick up a a taxi or something like that without any problems whatsoever. So that's not going to be an issue. Um, What about everybody else? I think I'd um, probably go for Orlando International just for the ease. If I was staying on site, then I definitely would just for the ease. But I have done Sanford before, and the journey really isn't a problem. No, it's not that bad so at all, is it? I'd, I'd probably go for whichever one was cheaper. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I suppose if you take into consideration the cost that it'll be for a transfer if you don't stay. Well, it also depends on where, obviously, you're going to go and stay. Uh, but also, uh, if you are staying in a Disney hotel, obviously you get your free transportation. Take into consideration how it's going to cost you for a transfer from Sanford to your yeah. hotel. Whether or not it's yeah. going to make any difference, I suppose, would, would be something mm. that's playing. Um, personally, as a solo traveller, it wouldn't bother me about going to Sanford. I do like the ease of having the Magical Express, and it is quite a nice way to start your holiday. But if it's going to save me a, a small fortune in order to do it, then I absolutely would go from Sanford. I think you're, you're perfectly safe. Um by doing it by yourself because you're going to get in a registered taxi or or transfer or whatever um so i don't think that would necessarily be so much of an issue so that'd be pretty good um right mm-hmm. what kind of things could she do is one of the questions that she asks so, in the park yeah so let's talk about kind of things that you might do differently or you might try and do um that might be a little bit different if you're on your own to something else. Any suggestions from anybody? Well, can I Dining. Just, just... Definitely yeah, dining. dining. Yeah, definitely. Okay, go I then. think as a solo diner, it's easier to get tables of one or two than it yeah. is to get, say, threes and fours. Yes, completely agree with you. And it's probably much easier to get um, a kind of on-the-day walk-in. Yes. So you you reckon that there's more opportunity for, for dining options as a solo traveller? Um, also, take into consideration... Just that, though, as well. You're only paying for one person, yeah. so you can treat yourself to the kind of <laughs> nicer, more expensive restaurants well, without worrying about it. One of the questions she asked is about dining plan and what, what sort of dining plan maybe she should go for. Um, so I suppose this kind of links into that. Are you saying that she should sort of splash out and go for something a little bit nicer? Um, Bone and it's October, mm. so she's not going to get the free dining plan. At that She's point. not, no, but I think the dining plan I had, um, I see now that I've done, because I've never done Disney World without a dining plan. Yeah. Until my last trip. Yeah. And now going forward, I don't actually ever think I would do one without unless a dining was, plan. It, oh, right. Okay. So you would always do the dining plan. Yeah. What, even if I you just think, I think just because it opens up opportunities for you. So you, because you have these, 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 you know, dining plan t- Credit. Call them credits. That's yeah. it. Um, it kind of opens up your eyes to different options and something that's a little bit more exclusive. Yeah. Uh, something that isn't like Katie said. You know, a little bit more out of your price range, so you can treat yourself a little bit more. Yeah. So I find that the dining plan actually allows you to do that, and ultimately, in the end, you probably end up spending less money. Okay, fair enough. Because I found when I did the dining plan, we were completely the opposite. That because we ended up um, doing the dining plan. It was we ended up spending more because of the tips than we would have done if we had. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Uh, that was that was, but that was partly also because of the fact that I decided that the best idea would be to uh, to eat in the most expensive restaurants known to man. So I was, I was paying for it that way, I suppose. Um, but I don't know. 
Which one were you on then, Adam? And which one were you on, John? I was on the top end premium. Uh, you know, three, three sit-down meals a day. Oh, wow. I was on the second one. Yeah, I've yeah done same here. Um, would you then service. do the second one again then, Adam, this time? I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't go premium. I, I just found that was so much food. Yeah, uh, I'd go standard Disney dining plan, but use a few two-credit restaurants, yeah. like go for some of the nicer, more signature yeah, so restaurants. Like you could do yeah, exactly. Be Our Guest yeah. for Be Our Guest for the evening now, which is two credits. Uh, so you could do that instead. Um, and then go to La Cellier, go to maybe the Contemporary and California Grill, all those that might might normally cost you a little bit more. I highly recommend that. Definitely. So that might I be second that. Okay. Definitely. And Flying so, Fish at the Boardwalk was also exceptional. So Flying Fish as well? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and I think that thing, was two credits. The other thing I would do is I would still go, um, I would still go for character breakfasts. Yep. Quite happily on my own. I wouldn't oh, bother me. Um, so you could do any of whether you're going to go and do. So Crystal Palace is one of my go-to's. It's a bit of a tradi- tradition that I kind of go to to Crystal the Palace on the first morning. Um, I've done Chef Mickey. Chef Mickey's a funny one. I, start, I always I think I have higher expectations for Chef Mickey than I actually get. Uh, I've got Tusker House over but Chef you've got Mickey. Tusker House. You've got oh, Ohana. I love Tusker House. Um, Tusker House is amazing. Ohana. It's so much better. Oh, definitely really Ohana. Um, which is well worth it. You've then got uh, things like uh, 1800 Park Fair. You can go and do that's awesome. Stuff as well. That's so good. Um, so it would. I, I think. I think what I would do is, if it was me, I think I would be very selfish. So what I would do is, <laughs> I, in the sense that I would say, right, okay, if what are the things that I want to do that usually other people wouldn't want to do? So, for example, I you know, I want to go and do 800 Park Fair, and I know that if I went, none of my family would want to do that, so I'm going to go and do that on this trip. It's about... it's For me, it's about being an absolute geek and not caring. It totally is. It's oh, about, definitely. as you've just said it, it's about being completely selfish. You know, if I want to go to the Magic Kingdom and I want to be there for Rope Drop at 6am let's say. I'm going to be there for Rope Drop 60. I'm going to watch the welcome show. Yeah, anyway. Um, and then I'm going to spend all day in the park and I know there's extra magic hour and I know it's going to be on till 1am and I'm going to stay in that park and I'm going to stay there till 1am and then what I'm going to do at 1am is I'm going to go and sit in the hub and I'm going to wait for people to clear out so I can get an em- a photo of the empty streets on Main Street and I'm going to get home to my hotel room at 3am and I'm going to get four hours sleep before I get up and go and do another full day in a park somewhere else because that's the sort of thing that I would do but it's the sort of thing that I know who's clapping is that John um, no it's not me who was clapping is it Katie um, no, no it was Susan it was not me but I would do that because I know that that's something I could cope with and I'd want to do but yet I know that my family nowhere in a million years would even think or dream about doing that so it's about having those opportunities to go off and do that which I think would be my number it's one Gwen's sitting next to you by the way no she's not here why do you think I absolutely it? agree with that and I think that's the biggest benefit isn't it to a solo trip and I think it's why Disney fans get quite excited at the prospect yeah. of a solo yeah. trip is that it's that thought of like oh I can do whatever I want to do without worrying about anybody else yeah. and I think that's quite a kind of nice feeling because even other Disney fans have their own preference of what they would want to really, really do. So that's why even just having your own time is even better than even just maybe mingling with other Disney fans sometimes. Yeah. Well, for me, I would 
I found that when I went, I went with a group of friends, and I'm a massive character person. And a lot of the times, I would actually go off on my own to meet the characters, and then I would yeah. meet up with them later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, that way, you know, if you're a character person, you can be completely selfish about it. You can be like, Do you know what, I am going to wait 40 minutes to meet Anna and Elsa. Exactly. Oh yeah. Uh, and you don't have to worry about anybody else. Let's just pick up. We're uh, missing out anything. I'm just going to catch up on the poll, see what we've got. Uh, at the minute on Facebook, it's 92% yes and 8% no for a solo trip. And over on Twitter, it's currently 89% yes and 11% no. Uh, so loads of people are joining in with that, which is really cool. If you've not done it yet, go and vote on that. Uh, right, accommodation-wise, I have a feeling we might differ slightly on accommodation. Um, so what are, would be your opinion on where Jen should consider staying? Um, go on, John, start us off. For me... It's always on site. Yes. I think without a shadow of a doubt, it's got to be on site. I think just for like all the reasons that you just said, you can get up at 6 a.m., you, you know, be at the rope drop, you yep. can get home at 3 a.m. You have that convenience of being on site. And even if you miss the buses, it's really not that hard to get an Uber and you're just going, or a Lynx, you know, not yep. a Lynx. I can't remember what it's called. Lift. And you're just, you're just going, you know, within that kind of bubble. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's that's the biggest biggest benefit. Also, being in that bubble, yes, itself is is such a great thing. So um, you've decided yeah. on site. That's great. Where are you staying? Whatever your budget allows. Okay. I think it's as simple as that. Is whatever your budget allows. Right. Fair enough. Okay. Um, Katie. Um. Again, definitely on site for me because um, I think that just really enhances the holiday. I think I'm tempted to say that I would go for one of the values. Out of the values, I would probably go for pop. Yeah. Um, but actually, because of what we said about the dining plan, I would be tempted to go for a moderate and if you can get free dining and upgrade the dining plan because then you get a well, kind of better package i think and if i was going to go for a on my own i'd probably go french quarter okay we're talking about october so chances are packages aren't going to be free so um okay. whether or not that make a difference susan where are you staying see i'm just thinking a bit logic here if she's going on her own that means obviously i mean she's going on her own so i think i would stay off site just because i've got no one to half the hotel with me it would just be myself having to pay for that room which means I probably might not be able to afford to to, to go on site. So I just for money reasons, I feel I would have to stay off site. Okay, Gareth. Um, I'm probably leaning towards on site, but probably one of the all stars. Yeah. Just um, just because of the cheap. You're still getting all the amenities, and you're probably adding an extra ten minutes onto your journey each way. See, I'm with, I'm with you. I I personally, if it was me. I would be staying in the cheapest I could find. And the reason I'd be doing it is because of exactly what I've just said. I'm going to be out the door at 6am. I'm not going to be getting in till 2am. I'm not going to necessarily want or use the facilities that might be there. You know, if I'm going to want a swimming pool, I'll get a swimming pool even in a value. Whereas, just as much as I will in any other. So, I would go for the cheapest I can find on site. Uh, and then I've got somewhere to rest my head. I still have all the benefits of staying on site. So, the access to my fast passes early, all those sort of things. Dining packages, being able to uh, get the access to my dining reservations, etc. early. Um, um, so, I would still do all of that. But I think I would go, yeah, whatever I can find is the cheapest. And sometimes, I've actually managed to find 
hotels that aren't value cheaper than I have the value, which is weird. But that did that happened to me on a, a trip a few years ago where I ended up staying at um, I was completely gone from my head the big DVC place by downtown Disney or Disney Springs it is now. Oh, what's that massive? Saratoga Springs. That's the one. Saratoga Springs. Well done. Um, so I stayed at Saratoga Springs. Managed to get uh, ten nights there, cheaper than I could in a value hotel, which was really weird. Uh, but there you go. Managed to do it anyway. That's a deluxe. Uh, yeah, well. I know. That's Tell me about it. Deluxe. I managed to get a deluxe hotel cheaper than a value, so it's worth looking around and and doing some research. But yeah, I'd go for the cheapest I've got. The other thing you take into consideration, though, you're talking. Uh, Jen talks about sharing experiences with people and that sort of stuff. If I am going to stay in a hotel and I want to stay in a really nice hotel when I'm in Disney, I would want someone to share that experience with. So you know, that's something that would be a, a shared memory. You know, staying in the contemporary or whatever. Uh, whereas not so much. You're staying in maybe a value or pop or a, an all-star so i've got a bit of a soft spot for all-star movies um because it was one of the first on-site hotels i ever stayed in um so i've always got a bit of a soft spot for that place uh but that would be my option i think to go cheap and cheerful and then that gives you more money for spending on things like your dining packages and something else which i'm going to talk about because she's talked about things you could do but staying away from roller coasters um, and this is where I'm going to talk about tours. Um, if anything like me, um, going on a tour like I would want to go on, uh, you probably wouldn't necessarily get the opportunity to if you've got all the family with you because not everybody's necessarily interested in them. Um, but going off and spending a day or a couple of days doing some of the tours around the parks would be well up there for me if this is something mm. that she's considering doing. Uh, what have people done in the past uh, tours-wise? I haven't done any of the tours in Disney World. I've done the Disneyland Paris, Disneyland which, Park. Which tour. are good. I like those. Um, John, you've done a couple, haven't you? I've done Disneyland, none in Disney World. So am I the only one that's done any Disney World ones then? Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, right. In that case, it's over to me wow um I, if you are really wanted to go full-on geek fest and go for something massively geeky and wonderful and amazing uh you have to go and do backstage magic now backstage magic is about 275 dollars per person yes it's stupidly expensive but the stuff you get to see is amazing so at the minute you're getting um you get to go into epcot and you get to go to um, World Showcase early before the place is opened. You get to go and see the inner workings of the American Adventure and how that all works and all the animatronics work. You then get to go to the Magic Kingdom and you get to go and experience some stuff in the Magic Kingdom like you go and see um, the Utilidors. You get the opportunity to go backstage at Splash Mountain. You can see this kind of massive areas that they store the water. That's also the place where they keep all the parade floats. You can see all that sort of stuff as well. Um, and you usually get lunch there. Then you go over to Costume and they show you all the costumes for the shows and the parades and all those sort of stuff. You go to central shops uh, and uh, central shops, you can see all of the stuff that they're refurbishing, refurbishing, making, etc. I believe actually they might have changed lunch now. I think they might have changed lunch to the Whispering Canyon Cafe, if I remember rightly, which is also an amazing experience. Uh, and then you get to go to one of the... And this sounds, it sounds weird, but you get to go to basically... The laundrette for Disney World. Um, now, it's weird that you're going to see where they 
clean the clothes and stuff. But actually, it's an ama- <laughs> it's amazing to see. The size of it is just phenomenal. Um, and uh, you get a pin and all that sort of stuff. It's a seven-hour tour, but it's absolutely worth every single penny because there's only a small group of you that go and do it. And uh, that small group that go and do it, you know, are obviously all massive Disney fans. Uh, I did it with a friend of mine who actually, turns out, wasn't a massive Disney fan, but absolutely loved it anyway. Uh, and there's just loads and loads of different opportunities to do stuff. If you want something quick, you can do the Behind the Seeds tour. They've got the Keys to the Kingdom tour, which I haven't done, but I've heard fantastic things about. You could go and do an evening safari. You can go and do absolutely anything. There's, they've got Marceline to Magic Kingdom, which apparently is, is also very, very good. That's a newish one. Um, but you can go over to Disney World, go to Disney World and then search for events and tours and there's lists of all sorts of stuff that they have going on over there. You know, if you're a diver, there's dive quest, there's everything. <clears throat> but I would consider definitely cons- doing some sort of tour while you're there. Yeah. See, that that just goes to because I really want to do one of them tours, but because I've got family who probably might not want to enjoy those tours, you can't do it. So that's no, exactly. another sort of reason to go on your own. Yeah, it's another opportunity to go on your own and do those. Um, mm. I think that's that's something else. Anything else anyone kind of considers uh, with regards to... Uh, Acorn says stay at All Stars. There you go. Think reasonably. Get in. Uh, any other suggestions <laughs> of things that you might want to do that you wouldn't normally do if you've got your family and stuff with you? Um, it's not something I would necessarily do, but... Um, they do have really, really good golf courses. Yes. At Disney World. Um, and if I was going to go and play golf, yeah. that's probably where I'd want to do it because they do look amazing. Um, they do uh, they do fishing expeditions as well. I think you can go bass fishing. Yes. Um, so again, fishing isn't really my thing. But um, my father-in-law is going with his next year and he's really quite excited about doing that. Fair enough. Um, and I think there's a lot of Facebook groups um, about the the fishing that you can do um, on property. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's, it's a popular thing. And I think it's expensive, but it's probably a, an experience you can't can't get in the UK. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, I think I'd maybe ever take advantage of maybe some of the spas, do some spa treatments, maybe the Grand Floridian, or just have a little, because you're yourself, might have a little good session to yourself. Yeah. Spend. One of the things, I, sorry, Jim, you go. No, you go ahead, you go. I was going to say one of the things I would definitely do is one of the dessert parties. That's a good um, show. I've done one of those a couple of times in Magic Kingdom and that great. They're so good. You can just do that for your dinner and you get such a great view. If you do it in Magic Kingdom, you get such a great view of the fireworks mm. and it absolutely would not matter in the slightest that you're on your own there because everyone's just like chilling and having a really nice time. You can help yourself to all the... Um, lovely food and drinks and you get a great view of the fireworks so nobody's having a conversation when they're on anyway that's fair enough so i think that's that's another one of those things that's probably a bit prohibitive if you've got to pay for a few of you because it's it's around 60 dollars each isn't it it yeah it is but as a nice treat for an individual person or a couple i think it's a really nice thing to do um anything oh that was the other one i was going to mention um what i would do is uh keep an eye on facebook groups forums things like that 
Because what you quite often find is that they will have some sort of Disney fan meetup at some point. So I know people like um, WDW Radio quite often has like meetups in the parks or in Disney Springs. And there are other groups and forums and things like that that might be worth scouting out. Because you can actually get mm. together with other Disney fans. And you don't have to spend your entire trip with them it's absolutely fine but it might be that you go and spend a few hours and you can talk to other people about it or it might be there's a group of people who are going to go to magic kingdom on that particular day and they're going to go and experience things together so it might be that's something else you want to consider as a possibility uh of something just to do a little mm. bit different again with people who and quite often these groups are uh, usually us guests so you might end up uh, meeting up and seeing people who might know the parks better than you do who might be able to give you some hints and some tips or or some inside information with regards to things that are going on there as well which could be quite a good idea yeah that's a really good idea because you can meet friends as well yes yes definitely. you could um literally spend a day at disney springs not everybody likes shopping but you know you could you could spend a day <gasps> oh at yeah absolutely you could go first thing in the morning have a complete day at Disney Springs, treat yourself to a nice little lunch or something while you're down there, and then get the bus back in time to watch the yeah, fireworks. You could even, if you wanted to, and this is one of the things that people always nag me about, go and see a film, go and see something that's not come out over here yet. Uh, and then when you get back here and everyone's talking about it, you can go, yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, while I was in, You know, uh, which you could do. But even if you really wanted to, arrange your own little meetup. You know, say I'm going to Disney World on this particular day. And uh, if anybody would like to do this, or if anybody would like to do that, etc., um, you know that there's an opportunity for you to do that as well. You know, arrange your own little meetup with people if you want to. It's it's not it's not exclusive that you have to be a podcaster or a website or something in order to do it. You could just arrange it with with other people, which would be absolutely fine. Another thing I think I'd be really tempted to do is some sort of challenge as well. I think I'd be really tempted to do. Um, either four parks in one day or like a Disney park in a day. One of those kind of challenges. Yeah, try to treat yourself to something like that. Yeah. That would be really cool. Um, on the flip side, is there anything that you kind of like, you would say, don't do this if you're on a solo trip? Right. I've got in my head, um, drinking around the world. <laughs> yeah. No, I think, I think that's... that's, that's John, yeah. can you vouch don't for that? Don't do that. Yeah. I think that's fair. I think, no, perhaps like... <laughs> All right. Uh, perhaps <laughs> actually, you know, don't don't not have a drink, but don't maybe do it to my level. No. Right. Don't go to John level. Don't go to, don't John, go to John level. level. Yes. Yeah. Go to responsible parent level. Yeah. Something like that. That's that was. I was trying to rack my brains on like what should I not do, uh, and I was genuinely kind of like I, I don't think there's much. That was about one of the only things that came up. Uh, like I mean, like, you could, but I just, I just think if you were just wandering around World Showcase on your own and you were half cut, I think people would just be like, "Is this nutter?" Yeah. <laughs> um, the other one. Oh, the other one. Don't look suspicious, uh, because uh, I, I think I've told. <laughs> oh this, my god! I think I've told this story before, haven't I? Uh, about uh, when we were doing the podcast way, way back many years ago, and I did the. Um, kind of commentary of walking tour of, of Main Street USA and I was in Main Street USA for like two hours recording bits and pieces and that sort of stuff and I was there with Juz who was doing the show at the time and one of the security guards actually came up to him and said um, are you with him and he was like yeah and he said um, is he okay uh, 
He's just wandering around the street talking to himself. Is he all right? He was like, yeah, yeah, he's doing it for the show. He's like, oh, okay, that, that's fine. I just want to check. So don't end up getting yourself arrested for looking really suspicious or anything like that. Like wandering around the same area for two hours looking lost. Um, Adam, you could have been to Disney jail. I could have been to Disney jail. I don't really want to go to Disney jail, if I'm honest. It's not a place I've really wanted to visit. I don't think it's even on any of the backstage tours. Um, anything else? You would you would sort of say don't do like don't be self conscious. Yeah, don't be self conscious. There's loads of people mm. on their own. Don't go and play mini golf by yourself and be competitive because um, you will. Win. <laughs> it's fine. Um, I don't know. I I genuinely can't think of much that I wouldn't do. Uh, to be honest, I think on the whole, I yeah. you know I do I do pretty much everything. Is there any? Um, Anything else anybody's got that kind of we haven't covered yet with regards to what you think you sh you know ideas of things to do? Well, I think one of the probably the best things about traveling alone is um, my Magic Plus. Yes. And bagging yourself a last-minute fast pass. Yes. Yes. Because I would imagine that the chances of one person fast you know coming up on a fast pass for say something like uh, Seven Dwarves Mine Train, which is nigh on impossible to get a fast pass for anyway yeah. I, I think you'd be way more likely to, to to get it i think you'd be way more likely to be able to fast pass your way around each park yeah. than having to rely so much on the standby queues yeah i, I mean I we agree. were we were fortunate enough that we even managed to get a couple of flight of passage pa fast passes at the last minute and that was four of us so imagine how easy it would be for what yeah yeah that's a fair point yeah, yeah. so you, you make sure you've got that app downloaded uh make sure you've got access to that uh because uh it's very important that you uh are able to get those fast passes done you know as soon as you can uh especially as you're a solo traveler and it does give you those opportunities because for me again you know solo traveler i'm quite happy to flip from one side to the park to the other to the other to the other you're not necessarily going to do that when you've got a big group of people in tow so if you've got that app it does give you the opportunity to flip across to the other side of the park because actually all of a sudden uh that ride over there is now got a five minute wait whereas the other side of the park hasn't mm -hmm. also i think there's that ability to be flexible as well you know if i'm in a park for that day and i've got plans to do the magic kingdom that day and i get there and turn out it's absolutely rammed but on the um app it tells me that animal kingdom is dead you know there's that opportunity because you're on your own to just go actually i'm gonna go to that park today instead i'm just gonna swap and i can i could probably on the hop change my fast passes if i need to uh or i might not need them because that park's actually really quiet um so there's that freedom as well uh by going on your own oh i've got a question yeah go on then would you hire a car if you're on your own no not if i'm staying on site yeah, not if I'm staying on site. Yeah, not if I'm on site. If I'm planning on going off to Universal or anything like that, then obviously mm. yes, yeah, absolutely. But um, but as from what I understand from from Jen's uh, message, she's just looking at going to Walt Disney World. She hasn't said anything else. Ah, okay. So I wouldn't yeah. wouldn't bother with that. Um, I would also do like don't discount any of the attractions that you would normally discount if you were with a family. Again, it goes back to that being selfish thing again. But, you know, there might be a ride there that you haven't done in years. So, like, I I, I don't know why, but I, I do quite like the Hall of Presidents. I quite enjoy it a little bit, even though it does obviously tell us that we're English and we're awful. But um, I still quite enjoy going. And it's not something I would do every trip because of um, the fact that the family wouldn't do it. Or, you know, 
stake out that place for your parade early. There's, there's always kind of that spot that you'd always want to go and sit in, but normally you wouldn't be able to do it because of the fact that the family wouldn't sit around for an hour and a half. But you could sit for an hour and a half just to get that perfect spot for a parade or for the fireworks or for whatever it is that you're going to go and do. You know, it's that opportunity to, to go and do it in the way that you would want to do it. And I think it just keeps... Mm. That's, for me, is the I think the one overriding factor. It's do yeah. what you want to do in the way you would always want to do it. Um, and I think don't be scared to strike up a conversation with people as well. Like I have had some great conversations with people when I've just been sitting waiting for a parade. Yeah. Um, and like I've then made friends with them on Facebook and we chat Disney stuff to each other and like I think if you are staking out a spot early for a parade on your own yeah. don't be scared to talk to people because and... you're going to find someone really interesting to talk to because yeah. you might need members. to go to the loo yeah, you can yeah. save your spot <laughs> and cast members as well talk to cast members they will talk to you you know I've had some fantastic conversations with cast members uh I, I had a conversation. I, I think I told the story, didn't I, about the conversation I had with the cast member at, at uh, Star Wars um, when we went to to look at the uh, go to the character meet and greets, and we had this fantastic conversation with him. It was just genuinely having a nice conversation with him, and he disappeared off. And five minutes later, came back and said, "Go and see my friend inside. She's going to um, get you in through the exits to go and meet all of the Star Wars characters we have to queue." And it was just because we were having a nice conversation with him, no other reason. Um, that you know, so there are those things as well those opportunities cast members are lovely and they're there they're there to make your day a little bit more special so they absolutely are them. um so i would do that as well uh, i can't i think that's probably everything i had on my another list. sort of advantage i think is that you can speed walk and weave your way around people without realizing you've missed some like you've lost someone because you've got yeah, no one to get true, lost yeah. that's a very fair point yeah just speed walk around everybody it's all good yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's some really good kids. vlogs as well online. I, I would do a little search on YouTube because there's some really good vlogs yeah. of people who've done solo Solos, trips. Yeah. So you could watch some of those and get some ideas for yeah. kind of how it's they handled kind of a it. Thing, I think now. I think a lot of people who do those vlogs on solo trips use the vlog as kind of someone to talk to as well. So maybe that could <laughs> be an idea. Vlog your trip. Vloggy trip or, yeah, or send vlogs, little videos over to your husband who's not there because he would love that. Um, you know, <laughs> send little videos. I suppose that's another way of sharing the memories, isn't it? Is it's sending, taking videos, sending videos to your friends. You could do, yeah, yeah, set up a little vlog where you want to tell everybody what you've done that particular day. Those sort of things as well. You can do things like, um, like iMovie on your phone. Uh, allows you to take videos as you go and insert it straight into a video so you could do that and then you could upload that video at the end of day one and you could share that with friends family people those sort of stuff share it with us we'd love to see what you're doing we won't be jealous in the slightest um so those sort of things are i suppose another way of you being able to share those memories with people i've got another one. Oh yeah go on get then. a button get an i'm celebrating button from like city hall or your hotel or wherever and get them to wait on traveling so solo well. trip yeah, yep. first solo trip, and good idea. you will get so much fuss made of you from cast members, and yeah, you should definitely That's get a That's a really good one. That's a really good one. That's a really good idea. So on the but also, one... just general things like you know, if you're in a queue, it means obviously abuse single rider as much as you can. Yeah, well, oh yeah. Disney World, unfortunately, yeah. there's not too many single riders. But even if you're in like a standard queue, how many times have you been standing there and they've shouted "Party of One"? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or even party True. of two, and you're like, I'm a one. one. Mm. 
you, you probably, you know, it's maybe not going to cut hours off your day, but it's certainly going to be a it's bit quicker. Cut a few down, isn't it? So, it's you know, it's. But I think yeah, the overriding for me is is be selfish, which is really terrible motto for a holiday. But yeah, be selfish. Do what you want to do at the time you want to do it, at the pace you want to do it, and you know, don't worry about anybody else because there's nobody else with you. You know, obviously be careful of other people who are in the parks. Don't be so selfish that you're going to upset somebody else. But, you know, just, you know, it's your trip. It's for you. It's for you to enjoy. If your husband's rude enough to go and work in another country, how dare he? Um, then you should, you know, go and enjoy yourself. I don't don't blame you in the slightest. I and let think. us know how you get on. We'd love to yeah, see some photos. we'd love your to train. know. Uh, we'd love to know several things. It'd be really great to know uh, how you go with your planning and anything like that and any any kind of hiccups or whatever. Then come and let us know. And yeah, we'd love to hear how it goes and, and how whether you enjoyed it and whether there's things you'd do differently next time and those sort of things as well. So, uh, And if you need someone to go with you, I'm sure one of us could quite happily jump in. And oh, I'd love to. Imagine that. <laughs> So there we go. So, so that's basically, I think, everything. I don't think there's anything else to to sort of share. Is there? Is that, is that everything for today? Or oh, maybe just a little good luck for Coco at the Oscars tonight. Yes, good luck to Coco at the Oscars. Ooh, and yes. it might just be worth mentioning a little rumour that you've heard, John, uh, following last week's, or the show earlier on this week. So it's just a few things that have been discussed. Um, I've seen on Twitter and um, I... I was listening to a, another podcast today. Yeah. Um, it was dedicated to CLP, and they mentioned it as well, the possibility that the the North Mountain part of um, Frozen the, the Land years, yeah. could be a Splash Mountain-style log flume for Disneyland Paris. How awesome could that be? There's something for you to ponder. Because theoretically, you know, if they're going to use the same principle as the one that's in Epcot, it's already a log flume. Just make it bigger and grander, which we already said. Which would Mm. be awesome if they decide to do that. Right, let's just have a quick look then over the poll and see where we finished up for the show, but it's still going to be live for the next 20-something hours. So those people over on Facebook, let's start off with them. Uh, You'll be pleased to know that they all decided 93% said yes, they would do a solo trip. 7% said no. And over on Twitter... 87% 87% said yes, and 13% said no. So it seems that, on the whole, the majority of people are well up for going on a solo trip to Walt Disney World. So uh, I think that includes most of us that as well, which is brilliant. Right, thank you for joining us. Uh, we will be back in a couple of weeks' time with our next show. If you want to keep up with us before then, you can check at, um, at Radio, uh, Disney Brit over on Twitter. If you go to Facebook, it's uh, facebook.com forward slash Disney Brit Podcast. It's at Disney Brit over on Instagram. And you can email us radio at DisneyBrit.com with any suggestions, comments, anything like that to do with solo traveling. We can uh, read them out and also pass them on to Jen as well. And uh, you can go to DisneyBrit.com for all our old shows. And you can go over to YouTube and you can listen to the couple of shows that we've done in the past as well. So that's about it, I think. So we will see you in two weeks' time. We hope you have a fantastic couple of weeks. And until then, we'll see ya. Thank you, Jen.